Welcome to Getting Melfi with Mark and Meg, a podcast where we talk all things taboo from self-care to sex work. Get ready to be comfortable with all things uncomfortable. Now let's get Melfi. Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to Getting Melfi. Today we're already on episode 13. And 13 is actually my favorite number. So I have all the confidence in the world that this is going to be a wonderful episode. Um, The reason 13 is my favorite number is because while I was born on Friday the 13th, um, when I was born, I weighed nine pounds, 13 ounces. I was born into my family and I was the 13th great grandchild. M, my name is Margaret, is the 13th letter of the alphabet. Um, Yeah, it's kind of funny. Every Friday the 13th we have, and we just had one in October. Yeah, we just had one in October. Um, And so literally every Friday the 13th, my entire family texts me or calls me, emails me, my aunt, my mom, my sister. They all whatever, get in contact with me and wish me a happy Friday the 13th. So that's my life around the number 13. Um, I, yeah, just love the number and my life always seems to somehow fall into that number. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's the universe telling me something. I don't know if it's that me just making it up, but um, I like to believe in it. So that's what we're, we're going to continue believing in it. Um, okay, so today we're going to talk about body positivity, body confidence, bodies, fat phobia, um, all those awful, awful, awful things. So I'm going to do a quick disclaimer. I am, of course, no expert. (laughs) I just speak from personal experience and the way that I see the world. So if you hear something on here that I, that was not said properly or whatever, or if I just sound stupid, then just feel free to DM me and correct me because I am all about learning. We're lifelong learners. Um, okay. Yeah, that was stupid. (laughs) Um, okay. So what I want to, like, I want to preface this as well with saying that I'm going to specifically focus on women and body positivity issues just because, well, I'm a woman and that's where I prepare for this episode. Um, I was thinking about the social constructions of how women's bodies are supposed to look and, um, things like that. And then I was also, it kind of got me thinking about the whole, like, um, people call it a weight loss journey and then that you are celebrated for losing all this weight. And then I kind of expanded my thinking to, the same with, say, virginity. When you lose your virginity and then you lose all this weight, you're losing. Like, our our language is that we celebrate loss, a loss of something, which to me is confusing because when, if you think of loss, say, in life or death, loss, you grieve the absence of something. But when it comes to our bodies, we celebrate the absence of something, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me um, once I started processing it. And I'm just kind of curious, like, why are we celebrating a loss of something when it comes to our bodies? Do our, our, is society teaching us that our bodies have to be 
so minimal and we have to minimize ourselves to these societal standards and just be small in order to be worthy and it was just it was just a just a kind of conversation I was having with myself in my brain um that when we lose weight and we lose our virginity and we lose things we're celebrated and congratulated but what about gaining things like when you gain enough awareness to realize what your triggers are when you gain self-awareness to realize what makes you happy what self-care you need to do in order to be the best version of yourself when you gain I don't know gain anything like gain anything to do with your bodies when you gain weight from being not healthy people if they don't I guess if they don't know your story they say oh like she gained a lot of weight and think of it as a negative but really gaining things is a positive in every I don't want to say every because I don't want to be all-encompassing but I'm like in other examples in life gaining things gaining success gaining financial freedom gaining whatever that is seen as a positive so why when it comes to our bodies is gaining seen as a negative so that's just kind of something I'm thinking about in my brain um so I want to talk about also so my favorite um Instagram account of all time is the birds papaya Sarah Landry 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 I don't know (laughs) she has a podcast it's called the birds papaya but she also has an Instagram account called also the birds papaya um but her name is Sarah as I just said and she's all about body positivity and celebrates herself and her worth and her body and doesn't let this diet culture agenda get her down because she's been there she's went through a weight loss journey and then yeah so she kind of just speaks about all things body positivity and I just love her so much so I'll probably be stealing a few things from her from this episode or for this episode rather so I want to tell a story. When I was a kid, I never, ever owned a scale. So, my family never owned a scale. I, um, I, now to this day, I weigh myself, I don't know, maybe once every six months. (laughs) Like, uh, we never owned a scale. But I remember when I was a kid or a child or a teenager or what have you, whenever I had access to a scale, say I was at, um, if I was at a dinner or if I was over at someone's house and there was a scale sitting in their bathroom, I would always pull it out and weigh myself. And this happened, this goes back to as far as I can remember. And I always didn't like the number. I always thought I was larger than what I was supposed to be for that age, which when you're like eight, why do you even know that? <laughs> like, why is that idea put in your head? And so, and to this day, I think I still like, I mean, like I said, I weigh myself maybe once every six months, but um, if I do like see a scale in someone's bathroom, like once every six months, that is probably my, like, that's probably where I do it. Uh, you know, just sneak a few minutes and weigh myself. This is stupid because society 
I'm only doing this because society has taught me that I need to value the number on that scale and my self-worth comes from that value and that is just like like beyond me like why are we telling our girls and making our eight-year-olds um why are we sending this message that your number equates to your self-worth like and lately I've been feeling very self-critical um and my self-confidence is lacking and I'm not sure if it's to do with uh my hormones and the time of the month I'm in but I'm feeling very self-critical and I'm feeling very comparative and I haven't been like this in a long time I feel I'm genuine generally pretty pretty a pretty body confident individual I've um other than a few I don't know slip ups say the scale um I've never I've never really cared I guess or cared enough to I may have cared and talked about it but never cared enough to um do rash things and I'm very grateful for that and never cared enough or never was influenced enough I guess um I was fortunate to never have developed an eating disorder, never to have felt like I had to lose this weight to whatever, feel pretty. I've just kind of, I've just been self-critical a little bit of myself. And the last, yeah, I say would say week or two, uh, I've been self-critical and I don't know why or where, but it feels terrible. And then I feel... I feel bad for criticizing my body because my body is capable of so many things. Um, And I think it could just stem down to when I, when I go to the gym, when I work out, I work out for my health. I don't work out for, because I want to lose whatever. I don't want to, I work out because I like feeling strong and I like, I do it for my health. So in the last six months, I haven't been terribly <laughs> physically active, and I think I feel a bit of guilt because I noticed that I've lost muscle mass in my body, <laughs> and that frustrates me, and yeah, I don't like that, but I think that that is happening or that has happened, so then therefore I'm like looking at my body in a different way, and because I'm feeling sad that I have lost muscle maths. Um, I think I'm just looking at it in a different way that I'm, um, have, I guess, more fat and it's just, it's not a healthy cycle. Um, it's tough and this is all so tough. Being shamed for your body is so hard. And with that being said about feeling, um, insecure about your body and everything and I think another thing one other so I had two I guess vices growing up and I guess still is the scale and feeling that I um although I don't weigh myself ever still feeling that like I have an idea in the back of my mind how much I weigh and everything and so just battling with that number and that number telling myself that number doesn't matter. So that's one thing that I've struggled with. Another thing that I've struggled with is sizing on clothes. So I, my sister told me the other day that my body is like very proportional and it is. 
So like it makes sense that I have bigger boobs, so therefore I have bigger other features to balance it out, whatever, and it's proportional. Um, so, but I always struggled with the sizing thing. I always wanted to be, I think, a smaller size, and then I was always told, you know, oh, the size doesn't matter, buy clothes how they fit you, but then it's still like, I don't know, it kind of sucks when you go to the store and you, I don't know, buy like a large shirt and it's like mm, okay well society told me I need to fit into a small so <laughs> this isn't good but I need to buy the large shirt in order to fit like the biggest areas of my body which are traditionally my boobs and I have quite broad shoulders too so my shoulders and that is something that I have struggled with and I still struggle with I remember thinking I don't know, I went to Lululemon or something and I was purchasing um, a sports bra and I think I tried on a size eight and I was like determined that this one was going to fit because I, God forbid, did not want to go into the double digits. Um, So I was determined that the size eight sports bra was going to fit and lo and behold, (laughs) it didn't fit. (laughs) Well, it did, but it was very very tight and so I went up a size to my chagrin to a size 10 and I'm grateful now that I went up to that size because I can wear it comfortably um but at that time I was so so I just ashamed I guess of being in the double digits because I had never been in the double digits in my life well guess what Margaret your body grows adjusts moves like does all these things like it's just a piece of fabric with a number that somebody in the corporate world made up so that is stupid like why can't we they should have started sizing they should have come up with a different way of sizing I was thinking about this the other day are sizing traditionally small medium large or pant sizes are zero one three five seven nine or two four six eight whatever um, why do we have to, why, why did we have to put that small, medium, large label on things? Why couldn't we have said, why can't we have come up with some different language that doesn't associate, it's not associated with a size necessarily. So, like, a small, if, if you talk about something small just in the world, like, oh, a flower is small in comparison to a tree. So that's small, but why are we, why do we have to equate our bodies to the same standards of small, medium, large? Why can't, I don't know, why can't we just have made up three other fucking words for small, medium, large? But again, it's that stupid corporate world and society telling women that our bodies need to be smaller to be worthy and we need to lose all these things for our bodies to be worthy. Also, this episode is talking about fat shaming and being larger, but I would also like to give mention to people that are really skinny because I know, I know, um, I know individuals who are very skinny and they are very self-confident, self, self-conscious about that. And it is not my, it's not my intention to minimize 
your struggles and um your self-confidence issues I just my experience is just on the other side of the scale so I hope that um I can get someone on the podcast and we can talk about um being too skinny and how society is seeing that as a good thing but then if you're skinny but then there's also this like too skinny mantra and it's just it's just so fucked up you need to be this perfect you need to fit into this one perfect box in order to be accepted and in order to accept yourself which is oh my god I'm getting annoyed (laughs) so I'm not I'm not trying to minimize I recognize and I understand and I accept that people who are naturally skinnier or thinner have struggles as well because and self-confidence issues and I'm not trying to minimize that I'm recognizing that I'm I'm I feel for you because all body confidence is terrible it's something we shouldn't have but we do so for this episode we are just mainly focusing on the bigger portion I guess as opposed to the smaller portion, but I am acknowledging that who are smaller than the societal ideal also have a boatload of issues as well. Um, So just putting that out there. So back to the sizing struggle. So apparently, according to the bird's papaya. The average size for a woman is 12 to 14. So if that is the average size, why why are we so ashamed of being those sizes? And also, who the fuck cares what size you are? Like, this, this is so stupid. And it's so sad that we care so much about about these sizes and about these numbers or these words that someone just made up like why can't we just say a small is i don't know a different word like let's make let's make up new language surrounding clothing and size and let's not even call it size let's call it fit what is your fit so the average size for a woman in america is 12 to 14 but the ideal size is a size six. So funny, my pant size are is a size six, or it used to be. Um, but the size, like, so I guess you would say I was ideal, but I, I don't feel ideal. I don't feel as if I am. I don't feel as if I'm what people um want look up to I don't know so that was kind of shocking for me but something I would like to note about because I said that I was a size six or I used to be so if you take clothes let's say pants because it's easy so you take a pair of pants and you put it waistband to waistband and if you put it down it'll be from the same brand the same size same size quote unquote um but it won't be the same the waistbands the older versions will have wider waistbands the newer versions have smaller ones so this number size chart i guess we'll call it is just it's shrinking and it's not true to any doesn't need to be true to any standard because if a size six is i don't know 
let's say a 28 inch pant is a size six. I don't know if that's the conversion, but whatever. So say it is, then shouldn't a size six always be 28 inches around or 28 inches across, whatever, however they do it. But it's not because these are, they're shrinking. And if you go from one store to another, say you try on a Lululemon size six versus an American Eagle size six, well, those aren't going to look the same either. So basically the whole sizing thing just gets me really fired up and it's been a point of, um, it's been an issue for me, I guess. Uh, and it's still a struggle that I go through is this sizing like, and we talked about it with Brooklyn, um, last episode, but the thrifting episode that try when you're at the thrift store, try on every size because things can shrink, things can stretch, things can like back in the day, say if some, a pair of pants was made 20 years ago, it's probably going to be a different fit than if it was made today. <laughs> so just try and ignore sizes. I know it's hard and I've been there. I'm still struggling with you, but I don't know. You don't need to be a small to be worthy. That is, you don't need to be, your size doesn't determine your worth. I read this quote one time and it was, is the worst, is being fat really the worst thing in the world? Like when you think of your best friend or your boyfriend or a family member and if someone, if you're asked to describe that person, you don't comment on your body. You say they are generous, they are kind. You might say beautiful, but you don't have any, there's nothing past that. You you focus on the traits that aren't your appearance. So why do we put so much value and stock in bodies and body shaming then? If, like, it doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, no. It's stupid. And the society will tell you it matters, but I promise you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change who you are as a person. And your friends, I, we love you for who you are, not for the size of your jeans or how you look in a bikini because you look beautiful and you look hot as shit. And, if anyone says otherwise, fuck them, right? Yep. A big bird in their fucking face. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, I want to talk about some Instagram accounts that I have personally, I don't know, follow. I talk about the bird's papaya, Sarah. Ugh, I literally love her so much. She's so real and just her Instagram is really like aesthetically pleasing too. Um, and oh, she's just amazing. And her, her podcast is so good. She's so emotional. Uh, she's a mom. She talks about, um, mom struggles. I'm obviously not a mom, so I can't really comment on those struggles, I guess. But from her, I've learned that, um, stretch marks are a huge point of, um, self-confidence um for moms and I would like to add that that stretch marks used to be something I was super super ashamed of as well um obviously not on the same scale as a mom because (laughs) I have not had a baby as I have said um but I I got when I was 
think in grade six or seven, I got stretch marks on my inner thighs. And I remember when summertime came, I would do everything in my power to not sit cross-legged when I was wearing shorts or to hide. If I was sitting cross-legged, I would always keep my arms just so on my thighs that you couldn't see my stretch marks. And then that went on for a really long time. I also remember when I was younger, I think I've got, thinking back on my self-confidence issues, when I was a kid, I think they were way worse than they are now. I have stopped giving as much of a care. I don't care as much. I I think as I've gotten older, I've accepted my body for what it is and how it is and that it does amazing things. Um, but I remember when I was a kid and, you know, like when you sit on your knees and your thighs, like there's a little, like you sit on your knees and then there's like a little bulge on like the inside of your thighs kind of by your knee. And I was always so self-conscious of that. And when you're in elementary school, you sit on your knees and you sit cross-legged fairly frequently because at assemblies, library class, music, whatever, reading circles, I don't know. (laughs) But so these things came up a lot for me and they occupied a lot of my thoughts, which is sad because I was a kid and well, fuck that. Like, this, these are not things children need to be worrying about. Like, oh. so my stretch marks used to be a really, um, a really, uh, point of self, really a self-confidence issue for me. And I used to be, yeah, really, um, self-conscious of them. And then I kind of, I don't know when this happened, but all of a sudden one day I, I think I remember seeing um, as I got older that my friends also had stretch marks and I was I remember seeing them on more bodies and so I think I kind of stopped caring as much because I recognized that other people had them as well and then I started getting stretch marks on my boobs because they grew and got bigger and I was like oh this is cool I'm getting big boobs these stretch marks are like from my boobs getting bigger so I was um, into the stretch marks at that point and then the same like on my like hips and like my butt I guess um through yeah as I got older my late teenage years um and then I was like oh my butt's getting bigger so these stretch marks are meaning my butt's getting bigger so then I was like okay with stretch marks so stretch marks used to be a really a really bad thing for me and I used to hate them on myself, but to be honest, now I literally couldn't give a less of a fuck um, about my stretch marks. Um, although, yes, so I don't care about my stretch marks, but I do recognize I have been there. I have done that. I've recognized I recognize that they are so debilitating. Or de- is that the right word? I don't know. Um, they suck, and they shouldn't suck because they just show what your body has gone through and show that you have grown and evolved and grown as a person because losing things shouldn't be how we determine our worth because loss is a negative (laughs) or not a negative loss is not something loss is something we grieve not something we celebrate in every aspect of life except for our bodies when we lose something on our bodies we like it which 
I don't like that, but <laughs> so that was Sarah. I totally digress from that. The bird's papaya. Love her. Um, body posy panda, Megan Jane Crabby. I don't know if I said that right, but um I just started following her recently and she is great. Um, I don't know a ton about her Instagram, but so I just started following Bert, but <clears throat> her name is literally Body Posy, so um, I'm excited to dive into her content and see what she has to say. Um, another one that I just recently followed is your fat friend, um, YR fat friend. Um, and that seems really cool too. Again, excited to dive into their content because I think just filling my feed with, um, realistic body expectations (laughs) as opposed to unrealistic, um, also helps and, yeah, so, and then my other go-to girl is What's Wrong with Molly Margaret. She is a sex-positive um, influencer, but she also has a lot of, she talks about body, she just, she doesn't even, doesn't even feel like she talks about body positivity, body confidence, she just does it. She just takes pictures of herself half naked, and she just doesn't, she doesn't let shit phase her, it seems, and she always tells her listener or her viewers that you are loved, you're appreciated, I love you. And it's just, it's just a message of love and acceptance and peace and all those wonderful things. So those are my top four, top two being Birds Papaya and What's Wrong with Molly Margaret. Also, we share a name, so. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to dive into Body Posy Panda as well as your fat friend. Um, So I think I could probably talk about this and stories of body confidence and things forever, (laughs) but I'm not going to do that because you probably don't want to hear me drone on for the next uh, hour and you probably have things to do. So we'll cut this here and I just, I heard, I heard a quote one time and it was, if you wouldn't say it to your daughter, don't say it to yourself. And although I don't have a daughter, um, if I wouldn't say something to a kid like, oh, your stomach hangs like that or your arms look big in that photo, I'm not going to say that to a child. I'm not even, I'm not going to say that to a friend. I'm not going to say that to anybody. So don't say it to yourself. If you wouldn't say it to someone else, don't say it to yourself because just don't you are worthy, you are loved, you are beautiful, you are way more than the size of your jeans. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter at all. People will love you. The people that are important in your life care way more about who you are, your health, your happiness, than the size of your jeans. So just remember that and be kind to your body. Be gentle with your body. Be be kind in your thoughts to your body. And if you can, try and I challenge you to, if you have a negative thought about your body creep into your brain, let's replace that with a positive one. Like say you see a photo of your arm (laughs) and you think your arm looks too big just think about how strong that arm is and all the things you can do with that arm all the things you do do with that arm i challenge you to turn a negative thought into a positive one 
and just start also start talking to yourself in the mirror (laughs) and I know it sounds weird but um it helps because if you start telling yourself then you'll start believing it and we'll all be better off (laughs) I hope I wish my wish for one day is that this beauty industry and unrealistic body standards are just no more but for now they are and we have to fight together to get through them and encourage our friends lift up our friends and our families and love the people around us for who they are all right guys thank you so much for listening if you could follow our social getting wealthy podcast as well as rate review subscribe on your favorite listening platform itunes spotify google podcast just do that and we so appreciate it i remain so grateful for all of you and i'm grateful today for my body and for all that it does for me and yeah all right guys i hope you have an awesome week and we'll chat next monday bye